I don't enjoy the game as much as I used to. I don't prefer it yet. I don't enjoy it. It just seems to be a lot easier. And goals mean less than they did. And for me, if you scored a goal in the All-Ireland Final in the 80s and 90s, that was generally the winning of the game. Subscribe to the OTBGAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. I don't enjoy the game as much as I used to. I don't prefer it yet. I don't enjoy it. It just seems to be a lot easier. And goals mean less than they did. And for me, if you scored a goal in the All-Ireland Final in the 80s and 90s, that was generally the winning of the game. Subscribe to the OTBGAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. You know, that wasn't an All-Ireland winning performance. Probably should have won the game based on the second-half performance. Is it a step too far to say it was the performance so far of the World Cup? Maybe not. OTBAN's performance rankings with Gillette. I'm, I'm, I'm scratching my head at performances which just lacked that intensity. Ooh. Right, we'll just get into it because there's too much here. Mm. Start with the red. Speaking of Mayo, Shane, also yes. in the red. Indeed. and I Or are they? Are uh, they? Are they in the red? Well, this is not actually good for them. <laughs> I was actually thinking that last night. I was like, well, this could potentially... Like, you're probably better off losing now than, than losing in the semi-final to Galway. You have extra two weeks of rest, recuperation. Injuries have been an issue for Mayo over the course of the league as well, and that's not going to be an issue now as they face into, what, five, six weeks of a bit of rest and recuperation. Ten points to Russ Commons, 2-8. Uh, pish and rain as well in Casabar, uh, just like it was in 2019 when Russ Common did the same. Perfect ambush. But is it really an ambush? Because Davy Burke was was he was not angry afterwards, but he was like, "Well, why are us coming being compared to like a small team? This is hardly a, a surprise." It was I think he was very aware of the narrative in the week leading up to it. David Brady was on with us last week and talking about Mayo semi final with Galway. Um, hands on head when we were, when we reminded him that Russ Common uh, lay in wait, and we kind of said it last week on the show. We said this this is built up perfectly for us coming. Um, you just expect them to come up with a big performance and their their defensive strategy, Brian Stack in particular at the back, I thought was brilliant. Enda Smith was just outrageously good. And then you had a couple of points at the end from Jeremy Murdoch off the left the, the one off the left in particular when they broke away. And I think they put them maybe three up towards the end of the game as well. Um history kind of looked like this result was on the cards, because every time Mayo win the league, they tend to lose to Ross Common then, then in the championship. And Jesus, Ross Common love beating Mayo. You could see the reaction from Davy Burke after the match and, and you saw the Roscommon fans as well. Anyone who says that the provincial championships don't matter anymore because of the new structure, just look at how Roscommon reacted. Yes, of course, it's because they beat their neighbours, but um, incredible win for Roscommon. And, and that Galway game now in the Hyde in two weeks is going to be a cracker. See, the temptation here was to put Roscommon in green. Yeah, well, What's either miracle about the job that Davy Burke is doing so far? And Shane, like, he was in with us just before he got going at Roscommon and mm. talked a great game and was, he had so much energy to him. And we were like, this guy, he's so charismatic, you can't take your eyes off him. And he, he, he talks such a good game. But then to back it up with the way he started. Yeah. Like, I don't know what he's doing with those players, but he's getting the best out of them. Well, I said it last week that, that Mayo, 10 of their 14 points in that league final against Galway were from freezer marks. And I know we were making the point, yeah, of course, marks are essentially from play. They have to work those marks. But that was something Davy Burke said after the match. We completely targeted that. We were like, we're not going to give away a stupid freeze. Uh, we're going to try and avoid them getting marks as well as we can. Um, and Ross Common just had a strategy that worked. In midfield, Keith, Do- Keith Doyle and Enda Smith were brilliant. And those long kickouts seemed to work when they decided every now and again to just pump one, out, pump one in. It was brilliant. Now, the two goals probably changed the game. Mayo had a couple of goal chances themselves in the first 10 minutes. Um, but they were kind of against the grain of how the game went. Referee decisions maybe went against Mayo more so than Roscommon, you could argue, but I think, think the better team won. Um, and game management from Roscommon, they're, they're of course going to waste a little bit of time, you know, go down and stay down. Yeah, and that, that, if you're going to play a team like Mayo, 
that's what you want to do. And I think the conditions played into Roscommon's hands possibly as well. Yeah, I think a lot was made of the fact that there was a minute of stoppage time in the first half and six at the end of mm. the second half, even though, you know, the conditions with the wind, etc., etc., you're actually, you know, um, you should get the same amount of stoppage time in both halves, really. Obviously, um, substitutions make a, a difference to that. But, um, yeah, look, I think... I don't think they were happy about going out, but I do think that... It doesn't really matter in the evolution of this Mayo team. Um, are they going to win league and win Connacht and win All Ireland and like and not lose for the rest of the season? It turns out obviously now they're not. But uh, let's just wait and see who they're up against when the draw gets made for the round robin. A game at home, a game in neutral territory, which could well be in Croker, and a game in Croker, right? Yeah, May twentieth, like that starts. Game, an away game, away game um, as well. Yeah. So. Um, Anyone who rules Mayo out of the out of, out of all our contention at this stage is completely ridiculous. I mean, it was just one of those games where the conditions probably played into Roscommon's hands, and they they were up for the fight. Roscommon, you could see from the get go. Their record at home in these games isn't great, and they never seem to put in a good quality performance. It is always by the time they get to Croker that things kick into gear for them. So, would you rule Mayo out of a preliminary All Ireland quarter final weekend, whatever it's called, wildcard weekend? It's a wildcard weekend. And that game being in Croker and then putting in a good performance and then suddenly they're up and running by the time the All Ireland quarter final series comes around? I wouldn't. So, But fair play to Ross Common. I think absolutely the story of the weekend. Them and the Clare footballers, like Davies becoming one of the most interesting and compelling characters in uh, football management at the moment. And, you know, that's obviously a fairly big big beast uh, or a bunch of big beasts who are uh, bestride in the game like a colossus but he's put together a brilliant brilliant CV and he's still a very young man mm. and uh, yeah Kildare are definitely looking over there going oh great <laughs> what is it if? the story of the weekend it might not even be the story of Connacht well, the New weekend. York obviously I mean, we're going to get to that but, um, Kevin McStay didn't sound too bothered I still think, actually think really like in the long run Ross Common are you know the, there are little little flares in the championship, but Roscommon are going to be a, a long-running beat, and they're going to cause somebody in the All Ireland series a lot of difficulties, but, and they're going to give them their fill sorry, of it. Roscommon deserves so much more respect than they get, and it, it, it seems to happen for all these little, littler counties that start to do really well. I mean, Roscommon deserve every single modicum of praise that they get, and it was their it was their game. They had to go to Castlebar and get a win, and they did. Now they targeted it. They had the week's extra rest compared to Mayo as well. Forget about all of that. They were just a better team. Um, may will bounce back but what I think we have to give credit for Roscommon and I understand your logic column that maybe Roscommon in the green would give them more credit I am absolutely overwhelmingly getting behind the Roscommon hype train because that Galway match is going to be a cracker I'm definitely going to go to that Galway match because um, another couple of counties that maybe don't like each other sets of fans that don't like each other as well but um, and we spoke about that last week as well the Mayo fans they won't be happy but they'll get plenty more, more days out this summer Who will be the more annoying fans that day Roscommon or Galway? <laughs> I'll go and report back and let you know. On to the green. Indeed, we'll head to the Bronx, lads, will we? 15 points apiece. New York against Leitrim. 2-0 on penalties. One of the worst penalty shootouts you'll ever see, but also one of the most dramatic penalty shootouts you'll ever see. Um, it was quite incredible. It probably is the story of the weekend. I mean, if you look at it. Uh, a 23rd attempt, New York trying to beat Leitrim in the championship, and, and they've only gone and done it. Uh, it was a great quote from one of the players after the match where he, they said even last year when we lost to Sligo the dressing room it was the team has to stay together and that's a trouble that's been trouble for New York over the years that they can't seem to keep a squad together year on year understandably there's going to be a bit of turnover um, but this year they kept the team together they brought in a few new faces um, a couple of 
Kerry lads as well Brosnan with the, the Kerry father Mikey scoring the winning penalty as well um, Shane Carthy scoring the point to kind of force the game into penalties as well it was just brilliant um, and for, for large portions of the game you're thinking New York are looking good here but then you always expect the Leitrim to come back and kind of use their experience to, to get over the line um, the, the penalties of themselves were just ridiculously dramatic and the Leitrim's penalties I think they look back I don't know if they would have practiced them but looking back now hindsight's twenty twenty. they maybe could have done with a bit more practice two saved one crossbar one post um, but what a moment you saw the, the images of Larry McCarthy the GA president hugging all around him at the on the pitch afterwards um, chaotic scenes really there he is so it, like Johnny McGinney will, will forever be remembered I think as the New York manager that, that got it done got them over the line in a championship match and now this Sligo game in, in a couple of weeks can they come to Sligo and get a result You'll not you'll not rule them out. Certainly, if they can if they can perform to the standard that they did at the weekend, uh, it, it will be quite difficult to come to come across the Atlantic in a couple of weeks and and, and keep that hype going. But if they win, they're in Sam Maguire. I mean, incredible. But not a good thing. No, not a good thing for them. But do you know what I mean? Like, it, it, actually, it's a great story and it's a brilliant, brilliant one-off victory. But if they if they get into Sam Maguire, they're going to end up being hockeyed by the best teams in the country and that's again not great for the development whereas actually the, in they get through to the preliminary quarter final is that what it is? of the of the yeah. Talton Cup right they're not going into the round robin of the Talton Cup um, but they would go into the round robin of Sam Maguire when actually maybe they should just get into the round robin of the Talton Cup and like we should just accept that there's going to be a certain amount of money that has to be given to whatever county is competing against them and like just let Croke Park pay for that like is there not a way to just help them to benefit from this but we'd actually we'd punish them if they were beaten if they end up beating Sligo I know they, I think they want like imagine having those group games well okay so it's imagine getting that, so it's uh, 7.22 yeah. to Kerry and 6 points to New York yeah a great a great occasion in uh, Tralee or um, Killarney well great isn't it it's not great yeah, but that's not great that's that's on the that's on the setup the structure of course it is but uh, but that's not going to stop New York from trying to beat Sligo and get to that stage where they can. Yeah, say, well, that's exactly what they should do. I'm just saying that I I think that like, um, you know, oh everybody wants to play in Croke Park and then get absolutely annihilated and it's like oh, that wasn't the experience that I dreamed of when I was in the back garden commentating about scoring the winner. It's like no one dreams of getting absolutely hockey by the Dubs. Yeah, but they probably dream of playing in the Connacht final, which isn't beyond the realms of possibility. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. And um, they play in the Connacht final, and then after that they get punished for yeah, it. But, but they should just... They should have just, that day. We, if, if they were then going into the round robin, if they were to get to a Connacht final and then into the round robin of the Talton Cup, where they could actually win two games and have a chance of winning that competition, that would be... And they have a much better chance of winning that competition if they get the extra games in the round robin as opposed to... Anyway, look. Is, is there a universe where they can pull out of the... You know, they can get to the Connacht final and then say, oh, we actually don't want to play in the... The All-Ireland Series, lads. I, the problem I mean, isn't, but I mean... I don't know. I, <sighs> nah, you go for it, backs against the wall job for 70 minutes, trying to have a respectable scoreline. But like, like if you're talking about hoping to lose matches to save face, then it defeats the whole purpose of sport. Even if it is massively unrealistic, you want to go all the way. Mm. Uh, That's Jack, why they're doing it. Jack Heslin, I should say, for Leitrim was brilliant, and those runs from the back were class. But uh, the, the man of the match, Gavin O'Brien for, for New York, and Johnny Glynn as captain as well. They should all hold their heads up high, and I'm sure those sensational, of, absolutely delighted for them. Yeah, yeah. bit of celebra- celebrating done, no doubt. But um, can't wait for that game in a couple of weeks' time. But they should definitely soak up this moment. New York deservedly in the green, lads. We'll move on to the next green, mm-hmm. the final green, and uh, I think we're going with Limerick, the juggernauts, the powerhouses that are Limerick. Um, Aaron Gillan, superb bit of scoring as well. 
it's it's it has me at hurling boring. But well, this is a good. This is the point, right? When we were the three of us discussing about what's going to be in the performance rankings, and we were like, well, we probably should put Limerick in because they are brilliant. Yeah. But there is a bit of like. Now, having said that, I love nothing more in hurling terms than watching this Limerick side, mm. and particularly Keen Lynch. Yeah, I, I, sorry, I I'm, I'm, often. there's nothing boring about this whatsoever, I don't think, at all. In a competitive sense, Jerry. You, no? Well, you're just watching absolute greatness. And like the first half, uh, the first half, and we talk about this a little bit later on with Sarah, like Kilkenny went at them physically and were nasty and were, were as vicious as they could be. And Limerick just soaked it up. Like you're, you're watching the evolution of one of the all-time great sports teams that Ireland has ever produced and I certainly am not bored by that like again this is it is just a league right? were you bored and by so, the dubs were you bored by the dubs when they were winning their six in a row because uh, if you were you're about to be bored by Limerick I wasn't bored by Dublin Kerry and Dublin Mayo when they went up in the All-Ireland I was, I was bored by them and the championship structures which gave them no games until semi-finals and finals but I, I wasn't bored by them no like like, were you bored by Jim Connolly? No, were you bored we, I, by Paul Flynn? I, I, lo- I can appreciate greatness, and and it's fantastic to watch. But it's when they're winning games in, you know, by by ten, twelve, fifteen. But they points. they they were like it was uh, six points, and Kilkenny had a goal chance with fifty two, fifty three minutes on the clock, and then the ball goes down the far end, and Limerick scored, and Kilkenny threw the towel in at that point because it is a league game. But like, bear in mind, Clare took them to extra time in the Munster Championship in the Munster final last year so everybody's sitting waiting watching they are getting better though like the the kids who were not supposed to be good enough to get into the team or when they were getting in the team they were only just getting in to put some pressure on the lads they're actually seizing their opportunity mm. and um, so I don't know I'm not bored by this at all I think they're absolutely they should be in the green and we should be like going this is unbelievable tune in every time you get the opportunity to see the Limerick Hurlers this season because this is greatness there were like ants around the, the Kilkenny puckouts in the second half. They started the second. It was like 20 minutes, was it, where Kilkenny couldn't register a score? And you're thinking, this is outrageous. Imagine 20 minutes of a hurling match at that level with those yellow slitters where you, the team doesn't score. Dennis, Dennis Walsh has a great um, piece today talking about their wides. They have twice as many wides as Kilkenny did. And it seems to be a strategy. It's like we're going to, the team that shoots the most scores the most. And yeah. we don't care about our wides. And we're not, we're not, we don't have any uh, psychological reaction. We're not depressed by our wides the way you would be in, certainly in Gaelic football. Many teams do get depressed by their wides. They're like, no, no big deal. Quite, uh, they were quite reliant on Billy Drennan's long range freeze as well. Um, but then you had TJ Reid sitting on the bench and you're thinking, is he going to come off? But then the, the game got away from them in the last 15 minutes. You're thinking, there's no point taking him off the bench at this stage. So I understood the decision to leave him there. Kyle Hayes and Declan Hannan. Like weren't even in this Limerick team; they were late pullouts. So there's more left in Limerick. That's what worries me. Not worries me. Uh, like th- it is brilliant watching this Limerick team. Don't get me wrong, uh, and they probably will power to another All Ireland this year. But it's just in terms of competitive, tight matches. The Munster Championship used to be where it's at, but now if you feel that every game Limerick are in, it's a foregone conclusion in some ways. Now the teams c- competing against them won't think that way. Of course they won't. Well, let's wait and see. Yeah. Well, there was a serious reaction to John Doggan's opinion about hurling, you know, and it's like these days, and he's just not as into it as he used to be, and he referenced like the 1995 All-Iron Final and how it was almost like the equivalent of a score if they they pucked it up the field and got away from danger. But what the way I see it now is that, yeah, they're, like, they're scoring from all distances and the score lines are huge in comparison to what they used to be. But for me, that means just an improved level of accuracy. Like, these guys are like professional athletes. Yeah. And like the way they look the physicality of them and just the quality of pretty much every attempt at goal is either 
over or nearly, very nearly over. And that, like, hurling's come a long, long way in terms of quality. And Limerick are at the front of that. And you should probably embrace this period, just like we should have embraced Dublin when they were dominant. I think and we did, though, not so we? much. But, like, when we're saying boring, and like, the, like, it's the same with Leinster. It's hard to criticise them. Yeah. It's not their fault they're so brilliant. And we should enjoy it for what it is. And the rest should catch up, not bring them down. Mm. And maybe it's an era. These eras come and go. But, and maybe you're right. Like, it's just when you're sitting there, I'm tuning into a league final at the weekend going, I would love a really tight Limerick Kenny match here at Parky Cueve and just a little bit of excitement, drama in the last five, ten minutes where it's nip and tuck. But it just, it never felt like it was going to be. But this level of dominance is worth it for just in case they have an off day in yeah. the semi-final. It's and then suddenly you're like, oh my God, what happened to them? Know, a Limerick, so a Limerick off day? What's a Limerick off day? Well, they were in a final last year when Kilkenny got close to them or the Munster final when uh, Clare took them to extra time. Like, we just, we have to go back, like, you know, nine months for them to actually bid in two absolutely epic matches where they've reached new high heights and two other teams managed to get them to go even further than we've seen them go before. Like, that's all you want in sports. Yeah, you, can't have it, you can't have every single week be a 15-course, three-star Michelin meal. Like, you've got to sit through some of these games to get to the point at the end where this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Because otherwise, it's just... Like, you said they're Terminator 2. Robots don't have off days. Robots are robots. They're, they, yeah, they, they're they Terminator do. 2 lost. Yeah, well, he lost in the end. That's the whole point of the movie. They keep a bit of oil in them and they'd be grand. Like Limerick on an off day, and someone has said it in the comments as well, even Limerick, that was probably them at 70%. That's what Davey said. Probably only throwing the ball, or sorry, you'll see the real Limerick in the championship only running at 70% last Sunday. I felt like that as well. They weren't fully at their... Well, let's wait and see what happens. Yeah. They're imperfect. They are fallible. And their discipline is questionary. You know, like it is, it, there is a question of it, and they could lose their heads. Yeah, and you just never know, and that is going to be worth it. It's sport; you just never know. I'm still excited. I'm still excited. Yeah, but deservedly, Limerick and the Green Lads. Uh, okay, that is this week's episode of the Gillette Labs Performance Rankings. OTBAN's Performance Rankings with Gillette.